On today's episode of the show, I talk about my failed attempts of becoming unfuckwithable and what I had to do to acquire the necessary skills and mindset to overcome those meanie heads. And hopefully something in here can give you some more knowledge to armor up against them and someday soon become unfuckwithable yourself. Grand Rising Cybernauts, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to a brand new episode of Interview with Allie B. You know, here we let the darkness fill us if it must, but we throw off that quick and tempting escape. We seek out the help from only those who would teach us to grow, feed our souls, embrace our hearts, do not try to steal away our journey. So sit down, buckle up, and let's get started. What does unfuckwithable even mean, Allie? And this is where it starts. As children, our whole reality all of a sudden changes when we become fuckwithable. We go from zero fucks given about what people think of us to all of a sudden being stuck by a disapproving sticky nade that blows apart our perfect, little, authentic, free-spirited self into a million lost pieces. And honestly, we spend the rest of our life searching for them. And before we embark on a lifelong quest of putting all the pieces back together again and making them safe, we are consistently and constantly being attacked and shamed for the choices that we make and for who we're trying to be or trying to become. And I think we all felt that as children when a friend, family, or a bully in school made us realize that we weren't the shiznit that we thought we were. But that wasn't exactly true, now was it? They were just trying to make us play small because we were taking up a little bit too much room. And we were supposed to. We were just kids. And when we finally start um, to subconsciously perfect ourselves, we turn into a very unauthentic version of ourselves. And that version begins to believe that that's who we are. And it isn't until later, for some, that they realize that even when you follow societal norms, you still can't make everybody happy. And so now, not only is everybody not happy, but we are not happy with ourselves. When I was younger, um, I knew when I was fuckwithable, and I also realized when... I started to become unfuckwithable. And 
when I first started to feel like my essence was being played against or shamed um, was at a very young age. And unfortunately, it was a parent. It was a parent that said, you know, you're being too loud or your opinion doesn't matter. And that scared the heck out of me. I used to respect parents and adults when I was little. And it wasn't until I realized it was just a bunch of children running around in adult meat suits that I figured out um, they might not know what's best for me. They might not actually want what's best for me. And going through five different schools before fifth grade, yes, before fifth grade, um, I had the privilege to get to know kids in a new way year after year. And that, my friends, is when I learned that no matter what I do, I will be targeted for something. And the less I allowed myself to be something that I wasn't, the happier I was. Even if that meant I got more disapproving looks or bullying words that were so harmful, um, that took a long time to heal from, I was okay with myself. Um, being a tomboy was not easy. Being an ugly tomboy was extremely difficult because the boys seemed to realize why they wanted to hang out with me. Um, I guess in that energetic level of the divine feminine still being in there. But no one else did, so the girls hated that the boys wanted to hang out with me, and other boys hated that I didn't want to hang out with them. Then came the ability to not give a fuck anymore, to be unfuckwithable. Now, mind you, you go through phases all the way through life when you are more fuckwithable than others, and most of the time, it's when we embark on new adventures, whether it is a new job, new friends, maybe we start to, you know, distance ourselves from toxic people, and we settle into who we are. Um, being fucked with, um, really takes away your peace and your authenticity. And it's because we start caring more about what people are thinking than what we want, than what we know is our happiness. And unfortunately, people do do that on purpose. Um, when you start to step into your higher self, into the person that you want to be, um, there's a quote, and it goes something like, Haters always occur proportionately to audacity. The more audacious, the more audacious your ambitions, the more you try and do something special and amazing, the more people are going to come out and drag you down boy, I read that and think of that quote a lot, but it hits me just as hard every single time. Because 
when you start to settle into your journey or what some people would call their destiny, um, a lot of people don't like that. Uh, there isn't a person, um, a big person, a celebrity or someone that has done a lot of good and also bad, but we'll stay with the positive today, that when they first started out, nobody believed in them. Nobody that mattered. Nobody that would help. You know, some of them had good families or best friends, but even then, they would doubt them from time to time. And what they didn't do is they didn't let that fuck with their destiny, with their wants, with their goals, with their beliefs. They kept going and they didn't stop. And it wasn't until they were in the social eye of truly doing something, of proving that it was all worth it, did people start to believe in them. You know... I have gone through social media since it started. I literally was on Facebook uh, when you needed a college email (laughs) to get in. I was a senior in high school, but I had a friend that gave me their college email because they didn't want anything to do with the social media world. And when they gave it to me, I logged in, and the rest was literally history. You know, Facebook was a little different in the beginning. Uh, It grew into what it is today, and we have our grandmothers and neighbors and teachers and bosses on it now. But before, it was a younger person's game. And the reason why I bring that up is because there wasn't the trolls and the bullies like we have on here. Um, Kids were just starting to get used to being a content creator or, you know, sharing their world with their friends um, and with people they didn't even know. And it wasn't that scary because the world wasn't that big yet online. But we did learn that stuff can stay out there forever, which we all know now. But those of us that uh, started off the social media era uh, were lucky that we deleted some stuff when we did. And even then, looking back at the things we would post and we're proud about makes me um, embarrassed for all of us. But also, what the hell ever. Um... We weren't the kids that there are today. We were, we were a different breed, but we still made mistakes. And when we got into the social media topic, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because the unfuckwithable self that you are trying to become roars its ginormous roar when you begin to make content and people make you question who you are. They make up lies, they will paint this picture of you that is not true, and maybe you take a drink of that poison. And it hurts. Um, I will not say that you trolls out there don't hurt. I will never say that. You will always hurt. 
best thing to do is to block and delete because I think no matter how thick your skin is, something will hit and something will hit deep. But um, where am I now? <laughs> right now, I am helping other people try and find who they want to be. And the way I help people do that is I help them understand who their higher self is. Um, your higher self would be the perfect version of you that has lived all lives, literally all of them. If we have multiple lives, multiple dimensions, you have lived all of them. And what that form of you would tell you today. So, step one, figure out who you want to be. What are your morals? Where's your integrity? What kind of life do you want to live? And who do you want to live it with? And also, who do you never want to be? Who do you refuse to be in this world? Whether that is a negative, toxic, manipulative jerk hole, or a nobody. It's okay to be a nobody, but some people don't want to be a nobody. So who do you not want to be? What's everything you've ever wanted to be and will be? And then who are you choosing to share your journey with? Because part of being unfuckwithable is having a close group of friends or family that can call you on your bullshit and you can believe them. That will also lift you up when you get a little low and that know what you're capable of. When the people around you don't believe in your cause or your journey or your forward thinking, it's a lot harder to have that reality yourself. So pick the people that uh, you surround yourself with because they can make or break you in a lot of ways. I am very lucky with our Discord, with our family, with our community, because they are some of the most positive and uplifting people I have ever met. And that's why on my TikTok, I said I'll take anybody with me that wants to rise. I know that my success is because of all of you. Every last one of you. Even the meanie heads, even the trolls. It's because of you that I kept going. Um, and it's because of them that I saw my worth um, by what they were saying made me realize that uh, no matter how juicy of a peach you are, not everybody likes peaches. So fuck it and become unfuckwithable along the way. <laughs> what we do in our day-to-day -day lives is no one else's business. And I mean that in a way that when you finally realize what you like to do, who you want to be, your decisions start to get made within you first. You don't need to go to other people to make decisions. You have your close friends 
and family that you might bounce some stuff off of because they know you well and they keep you healthily, healthily in check. But other than that, you do not need to explain yourself and you also don't need to defend yourself. The people that are making you do those things, they want to see you fail anyways. Don't waste your time. Just like energy vampires, they know that if you waste your time with them, it is time wasted that you cannot do what you're always destined to do and to be. Why, Allie? Why do you need to be unfuckwithable? Why is that so important? It's important because you will hold yourself back from the things that make you the happiest. You will hold yourself back from that destiny to help people or to make your life happier. That dream life that you deserve and that you will have begins when you become unfuckwithable. It takes time. It takes time to understand the knowledge that you need to have in order to become all that you have yet to become. And it takes falling down a lot. But it's the way that you learn from those falls and you get back up. And then you teach someone else either how not to fall, what to do when you fall, or just support them when they get back up. When you are unfuckwithable, those around you feed that, and you feed them. Being around a confident person will honestly, when they're good, positive, confident person, um, you will feel more confident in yourself. There was a TikTok that kind of showed the different levels of awareness slash awaken. Um, I say that with a cock head because um, the word awaken and woke are getting all sorts of confusing online, but the awaken um, levels when you start to have less greed, when you start to have less pride, ego, and you begin to raise yourself into courage, you begin to raise your levels that truly lift all of us up. Because again, if you're standing next to, next to someone who is scared, you're going to feel a little bit more fear in you. But when you stand next to someone who is powerful and courageous, it's going to feed you too. So if not for you, become unfuckwithable for those around you. If not for you, become unfuckwithable so that you can help others become unfuckwithable so that they can step into their authentic, true self. Something that I learned from The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is you are not your thoughts. 
And that's that pre-programming of what other people made you feel like you were. That's that pre-programming of people saying, don't be too loud. Don't be too masculine. Don't be too feminine. And then you start to think those things yourself. But were they even yours to begin with? No. They were downloaded into you at a very young age, whether by family members or by friends, enemies, bullies, whatever it was. It's not yours, but we do carry that with us for a very long time. I still, to this day, question all the thoughts that pop up in my head. Not just the meditative thoughts, because those are super loud when you're trying to be quiet (laughs) internally. Um, But the thoughts that give me negative feelings. The thoughts like, you're being lazy today. Why haven't you done anything? This chore was supposed to be done. That chore was supposed to be done. Are you a good enough friend? Those thoughts. Or even thoughts about other people. I have them pop up and I question them. My first question is always, was that mine? And the second question is, is it true? third question is, how would I feel if it wasn't true? There is a lot of different ways that you can question your thoughts, but recognizing your thoughts, being conscious of your thoughts is that first step. I cannot tell you the number of thoughts that we have a day, but it is a lot It's more than I wish for anyone to actually have in some way. Unfortunately, I have a very good dissociative button that I can hit. So when people say you can't think of nothingness, test me. (laughs) I'm good at that. But I do know there are people out there that um, can't stop the, we'll say, irrational thoughts. Your reality is your own. Your reality is valid. I'm talking about the ones that you wish you didn't have about yourself, about the world, or about the people around you. If those weren't there anymore, how much happier would you be? But we have to find them first. We have to figure out where they come from. And then we have to tell them to go fuck themselves when we want them to be gone. So, (sighs) I really hope that going down the unfuckwithable journey, um, you start to settle into yourself, that you feel proud of who you are, regardless of how you showed up today to listen. Because you're enough as you are, right here. No matter what anyone else says, you are enough. You are enough for everyone else, and you are enough for yourself. 
it doesn't mean that we can't better ourselves for ourselves or for other people. But we do have to be content with the right now. Are you content with your breath right now? Did you even notice it up until now? Or when is the last time that you took a breath intentionally? You are now breathing on manual. <laughs> I won't make you blink on manual. That's up to you. But that's how we can control our thoughts too. Our thoughts are very much automatic, but we can make them manual. Practice peacefulness, presentness. Is that the word, presentness? Yeah. You can make your thoughts manual. Going from thoughts to hormones or, you know, the feelings inside that seem to come up out of nowhere. Anger, sadness, anxiety, those kind of feelings. That's another level. Because sometimes we don't have any control over what our body decides to flood us with in any given moment. Or what it triggers us in because it's trying to protect us. But the thoughts, the thoughts we can help right away. The thoughts we can put into manual. So I want you to think about that the next time you have a thought and you're wondering if it's yours. You can write it down. You can sit with it. Or you can change it. I don't like to say, like, fake it until you make it. But our thoughts are really and truly ingrained in us, the thoughts that we have, the patterns that they take, and the people around us sometimes don't help, but you can do it, and you can start today, because you are enough, and you deserve to be unfuckwithable. We talked last episode, the very first episode, about holding on to your peace, the boundaries, the power that you have when you hold on to your peace, when you tell someone not today. You know, if you have to deal with it, you can deal with it in the time that you want. And you can also make sure that those that are trying to steal away your peace don't have as much access to it. Hmm. When people like to put people down or to energy vampire them, a lot of it comes because that's the way they're fed. When narcissists no longer have a supply from somebody, they will move on to the next. They 
literally cannot starve. So they have to find a new supply to feed from. That is why empaths are a target for most narcissists, sociopaths, because we ooze a lot of our energy until we learn to protect it, until we learn to honor it because of what it gives to us and what it gives to those that deserve it. I don't know if you've ever been in a room of people that deserve to be in the room with you and the difference that it feels like compared to being in a room of people that don't deserve to have you there that dim your light that filter your positivity that change and torment your happiness and your peace if you have not been in a room where people deserve your light I will always invite you into our space our discord our zooms we have a chair for you and we have a lot of light to give. So come on in. You know, the unfuckwithable journey gets more and more serious the better and better you do. Just like I said in the beginning, there's this innate feeling in humans that they don't like to see people rise or get bigger than them. They like to see them suffering. They like to see them fail. And sometimes it makes them think that their failures and their sufferings are worth it if those around them are doing it too crazy absolutely crazy to me but it is out there that is a reality you look at the workforce and the people that want your spot would love to see you fail and most people don't want to do the hard work that it took for you to get there whether it's professionally or personally or content creator we <laughs> People get online and they get egos. They get egos in the negative form where they realize they'll get attention for hating on someone. That they'll get views for being a jerk hole. For sticking people with those dang sticky nades. And they don't ever think about it again. They don't think about the harm that they did to anybody. They just liked the spotlight. And we can go right back to school. The amount of bullies that think about you, very few. Maybe like once every 10 years, they'll think of the people that they hurt, if ever. But imagine all the time that you thought 
about all those bad things people had said to you that hurt your feelings. A great friend of mine, Bunny, said to me that, you know, no one thinks more about the bad stuff people say about you than you. The other people, the people that said it, they don't think about you at all. I am so grateful for those around me that support me and in turn I do everything that I can to support them and it's not because I feel like I owe them that it's because our friendship our bonds are so close that we almost couldn't rise without each other we want to be at the top with each other wherever that is whether it's just a view or a climb, or a dream, or a goal. We do want to be together at the top, holding hands, hugging, talking about the stories of all the fuckery we had to go through. And that, my friends, is why I do what I do. That is why I try to help people become more unfuckwithable every single day. You deserve to be unfuckwithable. Every moment and every day. Thank you so much um, for being here. You can always find me on Discord, on TikTok, possibly Twitch. But I'm here and I am a direct message away. I am not here to save you, but I am here to stand by your side as you save yourself. And I have a whole community that'll stand behind you as well. So, with that being said, I hope all of you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you.